nature of your family. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that there's more grazing in your house right now? Have you noticed? There you go. Have you noticed that when people get a little bit bored, they make their way to the refrigerator and they make... When all of a sudden we get saved and we're not supposed to be part of this old wicked world, then we have to seek on purpose. On purpose you have to spend time with God. And the Bible says in Timothy, I believe, that if you're naming the name of Christ, that you should depart from iniquity. Believer, listen to this. There should be a holiness about your life. There should be a definition about your daily activity. You should be surrounded with things of God. When I came home this morning, Miss Kelly had hymns going on in the house, and she was been-watching preachers. She had gone on this binge of watching preachers. And we went from Georgia to California, back to Texas, back to this thought, to this thought. Let me tell you, my wife surrounded herself on purpose with the things of God. Right now, you're in your car. Right now, when you travel from point A to point B, it is very easy to wrap our lives around things that don't honor the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, live the resurrected life every day you live by on purpose seeking those things which are above. I was in Brother Rousseau's office, and when I was in there, behind him on the TV was songs about the Lord going just songs. He sought to put the things of God. He's saved. He's on his way to heaven. And because he's on his way to heaven, we've got to seek. We've got to intentionally. This flesh does not like the things of God. This flesh loves what it used to be and where it was going. But we've been saved. Seek those things which are above. Seek the high, not the low. Seek the good, not the bad. Seek the praise, not the gossip. Seek the holy word, not the Hollywood. Seek the wholesome living, not the hellish living. Seek the pure, not the impure. Seek the up, not the down. Seek the righteous, not the unrighteous. Seek the moral, not the immoral. Seek the legitimate, not the illegitimate. Seek the marriage altar, not the shacking up. Seek the legal, not the illegal. Seek the light, not the night. Seek the laughter, not the lewdness. Seek the good words, not the curse words. Seek the peace of God, not the drama of man. Seek the straight, not the crooked. Seek God's way, not the devil's way. It is easy to wake up every day and just to do our own thing, but we ought to wake up every day seeking the things that are above where your Savior well when you walk this planet. He says, seek those things which are above. And then he said this, if you'll notice the next verse, it says, set your affections. Not only did he say, seek the things, but he said, set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. If there is one sign that you're not living the resurrected life, it is this, listen, what 
satisfies you. If there is one thing, young person sitting in that car right now, what satisfies you? The word affection. You know, I know, I'm not living that resurrected life when all of a sudden my affections, things that warm my heart, come from the things of the world and they don't come from the things of God. Jesus was trying to tell people many times. He would say, the kingdom of heaven is like. You know what he was saying? I'm from heaven. Let me tell you what heaven is like. And then he said this in Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye the kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Listen. He said, set your affection on the things above. You know, there is an emptiness that is built in with the things of this earth. When you seek the things of God and the kingdom of God, there are added things that keep adding to the peace in your life. But when you seek the things of this world, listen, they don't have good babies. They don't produce the next good that's coming your way. That's why he said this to the Christians at Colossae. Listen, if ye then be risen with Christ, he was telling them, if you name the name of Christ, if Christ is good enough to wash away your sins, Christ is good enough to forgive you of those days you wish you could take back, if Christ is good enough to take you to heaven, then Christ is good enough to live on the outside on your way to heaven. Hey, what this world needs, what this world needs is not a good moral person. What this world needs is a Christian who's a good moral person. And that comes through Christ. I, Emmanuel, who would ever thought, who would ever have thought that we would be holding church like this? I, I never, in my wildest dreams, would have ever have thought we'd be holding church like this. But we all must understand that where we can't be together, this is a lot of people that even in your social distancing, you meet a lot of people. And this is more than just this building. We have found out that our church is more than just this parking lot. It's more than anything that's on the inside. The church is not built on a building. The church is built on Jesus Christ, and he lives on the inside of you. And what this world needs is not this building. What this world needs and what Longview needs and what the East Texas community needs, they need the Christ that lives on the inside of you. Their things that they are seeking, their things that they wake up every day have been taken away from them. Have you noticed? Have you noticed the crime rate and the terrible things that have been happening from the human trafficking on Highway 80? 
to the murders, to the gang fights in Marshall. Do you know why it's picking up? Because the social distancing has caused the true nature of man to rise to the top. Let it not be said in your house and in my house that the fighting has picked up. No, let it be said in your house and in my house that the affection has picked up for the Lord and that we love the Lord more because we have social distance. Oh, you have a chance. I have a chance from here to the day we die to make sure we're living the resurrected life. He said, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Set your affection. I, I, don't, I don't know if you've cried a lot during these 10 services, but there's not a day. I'm already an emotional wreck I already feel deeply about the church I pastor and the church I get to serve. I, I feel deeply about y'all. You have no idea what this means and what my heart, but I will tell you this. I want my affections for the things of God to go deeper because of this, not, not to get cold. Oh, if staying out of this building, if staying out of this building right here has made you cold, then you've got the wrong idea of what this thing's all about. Let the building burn down, but Jesus Christ lives right here. Somebody told me after I sang my solo this morning, I could not believe that I sang a solo. One of my friends texted me and said, hey, don't quit your day job. And I just started laughing. And I'm like, okay, I won't quit my day job. But I'll tell you this, that may all of us realize that he just didn't save us from our sins. He gave us a resurrected savior to live on the inside. And the only thing that's going to make the difference in your life is when you seek and you set. Those two words I can leave with you. Seek and set. When you go to bed tonight, hey, family, get a time that you're going to seek and you're going to set. You know, I hope you've been convicted like I have that this social distancing has truly showed me what I need to work on in my Christian life. It has showed me that I am not that good of a Christian and that I need God more in my life because everything that you surround yourself that gives you that identity, it's gone. Absolutely, it's gone. Somebody sent me a picture of Batman, what he's going to look like after the quarantine's over. Fat, because he sits around and eats too much. Isn't it amazing that because we're not going to see anybody, I wonder how many days people have gone without taking showers. I wonder how many times people have not brushed their teeth. Oh, listen to me. We're saved. We're on our way to heaven. And as I end tonight's service... Let's take the marching orders from the Apostle Paul. And those the marching orders were this. Hey, church, if, if you claim Christ took away your sins and you claimed that he washed away that iniquity, if ye then be buried, Colossians chapter 2, then you also must be risen. And if ye then be risen, set Seek and set. Seek 
the things which are above and set your affection. Let's together do this. Let's make up our mind that between here and whenever we can come back together inside this building, that between now and that first service, that we are going to practice and practice and practice seeking and setting. And I promise you this, when we get together in this auditorium and we just love the Lord, what a service. What a service. Thank you for taking your time to come out tonight. Thank you for being understanding about this morning. I would hate to preach up here during the storm this morning. I promise you that. Amen. But thank you very much. We're going to pray. And then the parking lot attendants are going to direct you. Please don't forget to give. I want to commend you that this is the third Sunday, fourth Sunday, I think it is. And in your bulletin that you received, I think that we exceeded what we needed for the budget by $1,000. And that's just y'all. That's your love for the Lord Jesus Christ and for the house of God. And we're working hard to make sure we keep the gospel going forth. But let's make sure that we spend the next couple of weeks, whatever time we have in quarantine and, and, and sheltering, that we do it for the glory of God. And let's see what God does for us. I would ask that nobody go out the way you came in. If we don't do this orderly, then what's going to happen is we're going to have total chaos, and we just cannot have that. When you go out the parking lot, that you'll be directed, if you, and they'll show you and tell you which way to go. There's a bucket there for you to put your tithes and offerings in, so please don't forget about that. We're going to dismiss row by row by row. I need to ask one little final question, and we'll take a poll. How many are for doing this next Sunday morning? Absolutely. And we will hold the service a little bit early. That way the sun is not in your faces and the sun is in my face right here. Let me tell you, I'm going to get the best tan ever up here. Amen on that. So I'm thinking about raising my leg, my pants legs up to heat. No, okay, no, no kidding. <laughs> no. All right, let's pray. And then the parking lot attendants will direct traffic. Thank you, Brother Hampton, for all that you do. Brother Martinez, we're sorry you can't be here because of your legs and your health, but let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this time that we can be together. And God, I ask that you would watch over our church. Be with us during this time. I ask that you would be with every church that's here in the East Texas area, that God, you would just have your will. Be with the believers. And may together, when we walk out of this, may you see pockets of believers, churches everywhere that are lifting up your holy name together once again. Bless now, this time, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you very much. If you'll follow the parking lot.